Hello and welcome to the Unstable Nuclei, hosted by Aidan, Paranit, Nidula and Sam. So today we're going to talk about Clive Wearing, who is a man who suffered from a severe case of amnesia after a form of viral encephalitis damaged both of his temporal lobes and his frontal lobe. So this meant that he could barely sort of remember anything from his past at all, and he was unable to make new memories. So that basically meant that he lived in a 20 second sort of period of time. Well, like or, Dory. Dory, yes, yeah, exactly. Oh. So um, I guess we can call this the Dory episode. So sort of <laughs> considering all this, what sort of state do you think he was in? So if you were to speak to him, how do you think that conversation would go? Or could he talk to you? Or I mean, I think he could talk to you. But I just don't think that you could have a proper conversation with him because, yeah, because he there'd would be just no, forget. No context whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. You know what's... But like, I think I think he would like register your presence and like attempt to communicate mm-hmm. with you. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be like he would just be sat there and not. Kind of like I'm assuming he would just reset every twenty yeah, seconds. What, yeah. yeah, I mean, what's really ironic is that literally earlier today, I've seen something very similar to this. Like, like what's did it, what's like it, what's it called? I don't what know exactly it? what it's called, but I watched a video on it. Um, earlier today and it was basically that it was very similar it wasn't the same case but they said the uh the person that was going through it because like if they, you tried to ask him any questions he his brain would just fill in the blanks with stuff that was present yeah that's more exactly, that, that, yeah. like yeah. if you had like if you're holding like a book uh, like say you broke your wrist and the, the person in front of them had like a like a picture of a beach or something like oh yeah it was a surfing accident that kind of thing and it was like they were like the, it, the, their brain just fills in the gaps yeah with with oh, the stuff that's like present fabricating memories fabri- from making nothing, it up yeah. from oh, wow. like what they think that it should be there yeah so this sort of 20 second window of time that he lived in i wouldn't think of it as more like 20 seconds then he resets it's more like a a continual thing so everything that happened 20 seconds ago he'd forget he'd but forget if it happened five seconds yeah ago, exactly so okay. it's not like a 20 seconds he's suddenly completely conscious and then it like reset again mm. it's a continuous like a rolling yeah, yeah yeah it's not quite that simple so in reality you could sit down and have a fairly sensible logical conversation with him but like quite a surface level um as soon as you start to ask oh. some questions about himself or anything you, you'd see that something's wrong um but you can still play the piano extremely well which is quite interesting that is really cool even though he couldn't remember where he learned it or when he learned it or anything about that i thought he just had that point just muscle memory and that's yeah. that's yeah. exactly yeah. it wow. so now, to understand a lot of this, you've got to understand long-term memory. Um, so the current model, which is evidenced in part by Clive Rearing himself, because he's such a special case, um, it's split into two different types, and then it's split into stores from those types. So the first type is declarative, which means you have to consciously recall the information, and you can, you know that you've got to recall it. So it's imagine sort of like recalling facts. Like revision. So. Yeah, I suppose so, in, in a way. So... Yeah, and um, you just got to think about that. And then declarative is split into two different stores, which is semantic, and that's all your facts, like, you know, that Paris and Paris is the capital city mm-hmm. of France. Oh, wow. um, and the thing with semantic is that it's not timestamped, so you don't know when you learnt that. So can you tell oh, me when you learnt that, Paris? No, no, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. So you know it, oh, but you don't... It's just knowing a fact, but yeah. it's just not relevant where it came from. It's yeah. just like a given thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. And then the other is episodic, so that's sort of experiences from your life so memories sort of thing mm-hmm. and you do know that so what did you have for dinner last night not gonna lie i don't really remember oh, nitty what did you have for dinner last night uh right. i think i had 20 chicken nuggets and two pizzas brilliant and you know that happened well, last night not four years ago 
that's the whole point. It, pr- it probably I, happened like four years ago. Also, brilliant. Okay. But <laughs> you're, you're really helping me. <laughs> it also happened last the night. The twenty chicken nuggets and two pizzas was the biggest thing that I I got from that. You know, it's <laughs> a lot of food. Yeah, but the point is, you know, that happened last night. Not, I don't know. Like for example, where did you guys go at lunch? That ha- we know that happened today, and not you know yesterday or day we, before. We went out together to the park. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, both semantic and episodic memory is stored in the hippocamp- hippocampus and temporal lobes, and that's where Clive suffered his injury. And so the other type is non-sorry, the other type of long-term memory is non-declarative. Okay. And um, those are things that you don't need to consciously think about to recall. So that would be your muscle memory, mm. um, and that's called procedural memory, which is the official term. Um, and so sort of why he's able to play the piano is sort of because that remained intact. And mm. the reason for that is because it's installed in a different location to the brain, which didn't suffer any injury, which is the cere- cerebellum, which is for muscle coordination and that sort of thing. But where you, um, uh, when you're producing these non-declarative memories, that's over a long period of time, right? It would be much, it would take much longer to like form those memories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they need to be repeated, like sort of okay. tying your laces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know, you, you don't, you couldn't really. How, can you explain to me how you tie a shoelace? How I ex- Oh, okay. No, not. You, do, you not, don't really think. Yeah, yeah no, I think action. another good one is like passwords. Because I swear, for me, whenever I, I'll, I'll have a password right for my email, for example, yes. and I'll mm-hmm. put it in almost instinctively. But then if I really sit and think about what, where, which keys which I press, I'll kind of next. break down a little yeah, bit yeah, and not yes. quite yeah. remember Especially, it as well. Give an example of your password. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was your favourite password? <laughs> One, two, three, four. Yeah, of course. So yeah, so his, his condition is actually sort of called, it's retrograde and anterograde amnesia. So retrograde, retrograde amnesia is the inability to recall events from your past. And anterograde is the inability to form new memories. So naturally, if you've got them both, like you're just stuck in time yeah, yeah. you don't know what's going on you have on. no past and you have no future yeah exactly wait sorry before we go on what was it that caused this like you said it was yeah severe. so he, he got um herpes simplex virus I and see. then that basically that got into his brain. brain wow yeah oh wow and sort of caused damage to his temporal lobes oh, so yeah oh, wow okay because he was a perfectly normal person after he was very um well established and well well-renowned uh, musician and sort of he also did a lot of work on composers and that sort of thing so he's very successful so the damage it did to his brain was it like a physical damage that actually like damaged the tissue or did it like rewire it like how I think it it's tissue, it's tissue damage, tissue damage. Yeah. Well, yeah so um, yeah both these together basically meant that he was stranded on an island of the present and that lasts about 30 seconds um, and the only knowledge that he had was the fact that he used to be a musician he loved his wife, but didn't know her name. Um, and he had children. and But again, he couldn't remember their names or their ages or anything like that. Um, and he couldn't, didn't know what food tastes like. So, And he still couldn't taste food or could he taste food? He could taste food. No, oh, he could okay. taste it fine, but he didn't know what it tasted like because he had no memory of ever eating oh, food wow. ever in his life. Well, so it's like he could register how it feels, but like couldn't relate it to anything. It. Yeah. yeah. How, how it actually, you know, he can describe it to you. Yeah, yeah. There's an interesting thing where basically he was taken to lunch by his wife and he sat down and had like a, a steak or whatever it was. And then they asked him, what are you eating? And he said, grilled salad. And it wasn't a grilled salad. I mean, it was the steak. So he, he couldn't link those two things together because he did, he'd never had an experience mm. of it. But again, wow. his brain tried to fill in those gaps. So oh, yeah. Wow. So yeah, it's quite hard to understand what sort of mental state he was in. 
without hearing speak and interact with others. So now I'm going to get a couple of you to read out a transcript <laughs> of a conversation he had with his wife. Uh, so Sam, do you want to be, do you want to be Clive? I yes. think Niddy can be a Deborah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be Deborah. You want to be Deborah? Oh, that's most unfortunate. Okay. You, <laughs> you want to go? You've got to put a voice on as well. <laughs> I feel like this role is more suited towards Aiden's standpoint. <laughs> true, true. Um, so should I just kick it off then? Yeah, let's start. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I'm completely confused. Confused? Yes. If you've never eaten anything, never tasted anything, never touched anything, never smelled something, what right do you have to assume you're alive? But you are. Apparently, yes, but I'd like to know what the hell's going on. So, yeah, that sort of thing would happen several times a day. He basically likened his experience to being dead or asleep, or he he kind of explained it as it's like he's been comatose for years and had just woken up. Mm, but yeah. that happens repeatedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every 10 seconds or 20 seconds or whatever. Because you have nothing to relate to, nothing that you can relate in the future. You're, no. That's, well. Yeah, exactly. Thirty seconds. And sort of in the two thousand, they got him to keep a diary or a journal or whatever, <laughs> and they got him to write in sort of his thoughts. And every single time, without fail, he would write in, like not not the exact words, but I am now conscious. Mm. Like and and write the time as well. So ten forty two. I am now conscious. He did. He would then put it away, and then he would just have no recollection of writing that. Then you come back a few minutes later, write something out, and I am now truly conscious. And then scribble out the last one. He had no recollection of that. Oh wow! Of himself writing that. You're just escaping the matrix. <laughs> but um, <laughs> on a daily basis. But he still knew how to write and speak English. Yeah, All of that was yeah. But again, that was the memory, other right? kind. Yeah, exactly. Yes. The yeah. Other kind of memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just still had like motor skills. <coughs> yeah. But it was, it was just like. And he was still a perfectly information. Yes. Oh wow. And he's a, still a perfectly lovely guy as well. Like mm. he's very polite and. Is he still alive today? He's still alive today, yeah, we'll get on to that. I mean, there's not very much on him, but yeah. Because they've done all the studies really on him that they need to do, so they yeah. just kind of leave him to enjoy his life. Or and was he, he still able, yeah, was he he still able to um, conduct? You said he did some stuff with composers, so, right? No, he, didn't, he no longer sort of worked because, I mean, you can't really. Yes, yeah. um, but he was still able to play the piano okay. and really, really well. And he was able to improvise as well. Um, oh. So yeah, but I'm assuming he wouldn't be able to like, read music, right? Or yeah, he, he was would, able he would, to. Oh, yeah, okay. he was okay. able to. Okay. So yeah, he just he retained all that, but he just couldn't. He couldn't explain to you what he was doing, or how he was doing it. Oh wow. Just um, wow. he would basically re- remember things while he was doing it. So if you told him to look at the piano, I'm pretty sure that he couldn't tell you what it was. But if you got him to start, say, I don't know, to start playing something, mm-hmm. he'd just remember immediately and just start, oh. start going. Oh wow. Wow. So it's like kind of like a trigger almost. Like, you know, he, that whatever you're asking him, that's triggered that part of his muscle memory. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that conversation that we just read out, that was one of his more sort of lucid ones that made a bit more sense. Now I'm going to get you to read out another one, which maybe shows his condition a bit more. Um, so, Sam, if you want to be Clive again. Yes. Um, so, Nidula, if you want to be Deborah. Which one? Okay. So who's. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So whose birthday is it next month? Mine and my brother. And how old will you be? 93,000. No? No. Um, how old do you think really? 21. No, how old do you re- really... How old do you feel? 22. You feel 22, and how old do you think you are? Hmm. 67. No. No? Do you really think you're 67? I don't. No idea what it is. Not a clue. Could be 90 or 100 for all I know. 
I have no idea. I've never seen a human being. I've never had a dream or a thought. The brain has been totally inactive, day and night the same. So yeah, and then after oh. he said that, he turned to his wife, which is the person he'd just been having that conversation with, and then exclaimed, oh, look who's come. Like as if he hadn't been speaking to her and hadn't seen her in years. Oh, like when he was talking to her? When he was talking, wow. yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah, that's... I mean, I think that's just crazy. Mm. Like, yeah. Like, I can't imagine her what his wife's state as well, because she's having to deal with that. Yeah, so after the accident, I think she stayed with him for a bit and sort of saw him. And then she divorced him. Oh. Or left him. I, I think it's you don't have to divorce him for it because of mental. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but, exactly. Um, then she lived in America for seven years and then came back in 2002 and remarried him. Right. Okay. I don't, I don't know. She regretted leaving him, apparently. And how old is he now? He's 85, I believe. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So and, sorry, this transcript here, with his age, do you know how old he was at that point? Um, I think that was in the 2000s, so he would have been 60s. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, to be fair, he wasn't that far off. Yeah, I was going to say, so if he was... 67. Oh, oh, okay, never mind. The... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, but I think he was just giving he, random, he was random, guesses. random, yeah. random yeah. guesses. But you can see that some of them were sort of educated because he knew 93,000 was crazy after... Yes. Deborah said that it was, you know, yeah. that's wrong. It's, yeah, I mean, the way his brain would have been working... Yeah, it's just slightly it's kind crazy. of interesting to see because it seems like the implications are similar to dementia, like a late late stage yeah. dementia. Yeah. But you're just lacking that, like, uh, long term memory as well. Yeah, because I think that. I'm just guessing, but I'm pretty sure dementia is just retrograde and yeah. and not anterograde, but just sort of forming new memories. Yeah. Um. So yeah. But I can't imagine quite... which is worse, retrograde or. Yeah, but they're... Cause they're both. They often anterior grade on its own is very rare. Oh, really? It's normally both of them together. Oh, so there will be multiple examples of someone like Clove. Really. I think, yeah, there's only one other famous one, I, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's definitely a bit of an anomaly because normally anterior grade is only temporary. So it only lasts, oh. I don't know, like a week or a day or something like that. Oh. But his is permanent. Oh. And do you know if it got worse over time? It got better over time. Better? Yeah. In what way? Well, basically what they would do is they'd get into repeat certain actions or get them to watch the same video over and over again mm-hmm. and then not through learning it and sort of having it as a fact in his mind it was more the procedural memory coming in and he was able to anticipate certain things in that same video that he'd watched several times yeah, yeah. Oh, so he's wow. almost able to learn from by, by just, just repetition, repetition. Yeah. but at that point is it becoming like part of his long-term memory as in like part of the um what was it uh Procedural memory. Yeah, it is. It yeah, is. it's All not. Right, it's okay. not becoming okay. part of his episodic or his yeah. semantic, because okay. he couldn't. He couldn't tell you why he knew that or that he knew that, but he still did. Oh right. I so think. it was more like a muscle memory. As yeah. Opposed to yeah. A, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and then today he's living in an assisted living facility and still enjoys spending time with his wife and playing the piano. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I think his wife's point of view would be incredible. Like. The person you've loved for ages, all of a sudden, he can't. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah. Because Clive Wearing, sorry, Deborah is his second wife. Oh. And they married just one year before his accident. Oh wow. So they didn't have a lot of time together, because um, he had kids in it from a previous marriage, and he could still remember that he did have kids, but couldn't remember sort of how old they were or, oh, wow. or their names. So or would he? Like and would he recognize? He them? wouldn't recognize. Oh them, no. Oh, gosh. But the only person he did recognize 
the only person full stop that you recognised was Deborah. Oh, oh, right. Another interesting we, thing. Yeah, that is. Wait, sorry. Yeah, go. Oh, uh, yeah. So basically, of course, they're getting older as this as time progressed. Um, and he wouldn't look in the mirror, and be surprised that he was aging, even though you know the last time he had proper memories, it was before the accident. So that's part of procedural memory again. He would see himself over and over again, and then almost his appearance became sort of locked in his procedural memory, mm-hmm. rather than as in before the accident, right? Or no, over time, over oh, time, I see. as is while he was ill. Oh yeah. wow! So that's of course, but yeah. Oh wow! So yeah, I think that's that's more or less it. Yeah. Unless you've got any more. So did they use um, like his case as evidence for where things are stored in the brain then? Yeah, that... yeah, they do. So it... it sort of supports the multi-store memory model. Yeah. And they use it for quite a few things because, I mean, you don't usually use case studies for, for things like that. No. Because they're one-off. But Yeah. But surely like it just, it would have helped in like neuroscience yeah. as to, you yeah. know, the functions of the different parts of the brain. Because you can't ethically just sort of yeah, damage yeah. somebody's temporal lobes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Research and... So is that is that everything? Yeah. 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 Thank you for listening. We hope you learned something about new about STEM and enjoyed the show. Be sure to check out the show notes and leave us a rating if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And until next time, this is the Unstable Nuclear.